Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening Earth, to the technology KS3 Radio Show. Today's host, Kenneth Saunders III. Hello, everyone. This is the Technologist Kids 3 radio show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders III. This is the After Dark edition of my show. So I will speak with this a little bit slower voice, a little deeper voice. That way that I can maintain my excitement for the topic I'm going to talk about today. So if you're ready, you can call into the show at 347-994-1867. The number here is... 994-347-994. Really, I got to tell you. Now, it may not sound like I'm just really excited, but I'm really trying to hold back right now. And the main reason why is because we are hours away, literally hours away, a little bit less than 13 hours away, from the Apple keynote. Now, I don't know really how much I can really maintain this voice because it really isn't a natural voice that I have because this is after hours. I want to make sure that if you are listening to the show, that it's something that you can relax to. But let's talk about what's going to happen in the less than 13 hours, or we can say 13 hours from now from when there is an announcement from Apple on the next iPhone. And I know there are a lot of people that are really anticipating this phone. And from me using the new operating system, it is absolutely wonderful. There are going to be things that Apple will present tomorrow that is pretty standard fare. So what should we expect? What are my predictions? Now, you know I really don't do a whole lot of predictions because I am about fact. And the fact is, is that Apple has not released anything indicating on what they're actually going to announce tomorrow. Everything that you hear on the radio, everything that you hear on TV, Everything that you hear in the newspapers about this next phone is really pure speculation. None of it is based off of fact. Everything's rumors. And if you do know your Apple history, you know releasing things through another company 
to make it seem as if it's a leak. Now, you have a phone, which most likely will be called iPhone 6, but there's a chance that it could be called something else. And the only reason why I say that is because iPhone 6, or whatever it may be called, is going to be the eighth generation of the phone. It's the eighth version of the phone. Let's think about that for a little bit iPhone has been around for a very long time, in a sense. It really has. I remember standing in line, waiting to get my phone, and all the people and the excitement. And what was even impressive was the fact that when I went to an event that same night after I got the phone, and being able to pull out a product like that, that nobody has seen in person. That in fact is kind of so far out of people's budget. You're talking about seven six hundred dollars plus that everybody's eyes were just filled with such amazement that it's one of those moments that you really it's almost a once-in-a-lifetime experience that you really get. And it is quite impressive that you can have a product like that and be able to just simply pull it out. People are like, oh, they want to touch it. It felt good. It felt like a premium product at that time. And in reality, yeah, everything was absolutely grand. Those are the moments that, when it comes to technology, are really things in life that you want to be able to experience. You really do. Because if you don't have a chance of being able to really experience that, then how can you really appreciate life in a certain aspect? Now, again, this is probably coming from more of a materialistic view. But it's really more of an influential view. And when you are on the cutting edge of things, or some people may feel the bleeding edge of things, you see and experience on how people around you end up wanting the same thing. They desire the same thing. And iPhone has been one of those products, one of those really iconic products that people really desired and lust after. And if you think about since iPhone, how many products in technology have people really lusted after? can include iPad in that. But let's be honest. Other than that, there really hasn't been a whole lot of other products that people are like truly desire. That once it was released, it changed the trajectory 
of technology or if it changed the scope of what technology is supposed to do. Apple has been one of those influential companies that have been able to do this multiple times. Now, the reason why I'm giving you more of this background behind things, one is to give you a lesson on what you need to know to prepare you for what's going to happen tomorrow. Now, I'm not really trying to hype up the events for tomorrow. Other people are doing that well enough. But the one company that cannot hype it more than Apple is Apple. Apple is doing it. Apple is getting everybody excited. And from the people that I've talked to, they're excited as well. And the main reason for that, here's the thing. This just happened today, right? So last week, right? And I'm kind of like telling you like this, this is a secret, but it's really not. It's all in front of your face. Apple placed the countdown on their website. Go to apple.com forward slash live. You go and you see the countdown. And they tell you to come back so that you can watch the keynote address live. Well, today they decided to move it to the front page. So that now everybody who is going to apple.com, everybody that's visiting apple.com will see the countdown. Apple has never done this before. Now, they've had count-ups, for instance, with dealing with like the billion downloads or, you know, from the App Store or the million songs or the 500 million songs from the iTunes Store. They've all had count-ups as far as with meaning, like you know, it's a, like, a little bit of a contest, try to make it fun. But for them to actually hype up their own keynote address, they have never done this before. And I'm sure other companies are taking note on exactly what Apple is doing to truly hype up their, their event. It's truly incredible that it really is, because in the technology world, there's been a lot of things that have taken place where, you know, some people feel that, well, you know, because this particular product has this type of feature and stuff like that, but there hasn't really been anything that has been truly revolutionary. Now, why would I think that Apple would be able to do something that would be revolutionary at this point? Well, let's take a look at the facts. One, they're having the keynote address over at the Francis Center in San Francisco. This is different 
from the normal place where they normally have about 3,000 seats. This time it's 7,000 seats. So it's a much larger venue. But also, the thing is that this location is where Steve Jobs originally introduced the Macintosh 30 years ago. What's the significance of that? Well, if you look at the Macintosh itself, it's a product that truly revolutionized the way on how we use a computer. Very influential. But it is 30 years ago. So we're celebrating also 30, the 30th anniversary of the Macintosh. And a lot of people that are listening have a Mac already or will get a Mac soon because it's a device that actually works and allows you just to be able to create. It's a great thing. It's a really, really great device. So now you have this event tomorrow being at such a historic place. But then also another thing is that Apple has built across the street from there. Specifically for this event, they've built another building. Who knows what's in that building right at this moment? You know security is real high. And I'm pretty sure that somebody is going to try to leak and try to spoil something right before the keynote. So I suggest everybody don't go on the web, don't go on any tech sites, don't go on CNN who likes to report rumors as news. And take a look at, and don't take a look at what, is a very strong possibility of what's going to be released tomorrow. So you have the significance of this location. And because of that, Apple is really up to something that is going to shock people. And shocking is not just one product. It's not just iPhone. It's a accumulation sorry, of the entire ecosystem. So what they present tomorrow is going to be revolutionary. So one of the things that people have talked about, particularly most recently, is perhaps an iWatch or an iTime or some new iDevice. Now, remember the key thing about when you look at the name, naming structure of Apple's devices. You have iPod, you have the iPad, you have, you have the iPhone, you have the iMac. You have the i signifies Internet, which basically means that if there's a new device, it has the I nomenclature naming nomenclature, then that means it is a device that is always connected to the Internet or has Internet functionality. That's the age that we live in. You may have heard something called the Internet of Things. Well, the Internet of Things may show up tomorrow, Apple style. 
So there's a lot of pressure for Apple to really perform on tomorrow. But even like if it comes to like a wearable device, for instance, if it's an iWatch, one, I got to say, all the concepts that I've seen online are pure crap. Let's get that out of the way. They go and put this like sleek-looking thing that really does look futuristic, and some people actually believe it but don't realize that it's a concept that is not designed by Apple. It's somebody else who's thinking of something like this is how this device should look. But all they do is like try to make it fancy and put some icons to make it look like an iOS device. Mm. Let's say mm. usability on a watch with a small face. Yeah, we've seen that before, and it's very similar to having an iPod Nano, not this generation, but the generation before, where you can actually turn it into a watch. Why do you think the smartwatch community or these companies are going so hard on smartwatches? This past week, I've talked about Samsung. I've talked about Sony. There's Pebble. The other man and LG, for instance, and Motorola, you have all these companies that have put out these smartwatches and nothing's sticking. You have some consumers that are buying it. For instance, I did run across a person that did have a smartwatch recently, and they did not have it synced to their phone. So their time was off because the time the watch is relying on communication with the watch in order for it to connect to have the time or display the correct date. And the person didn't have it on there because it just was too difficult to set it up. Granted, for me it's easy, but again, for the average consumer, these devices are supposed to be so smart, but how can it be smart if you have consumers that have a hard time of being able to configure these devices? That's the truth. So since we have a few minutes left, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a caller. And the number here, let's see, this is 404-790. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. Thank okay. you for calling in. Now, is this new announcement from Apple, is this why the uh, the Amazon phone is 99 cents now? <laughs> I think it's 99 cents because the fact that Amazon didn't come out with a strong enough product that would convince people to buy their device. And because of that, and it's probably even dealing with the contract that Amazon may have with AT&T. If they didn't sell a certain amount of units, that AT&T was going to stop buying the phones and then reduce the remaining inventory to $0.99. Cents. And I've looked at the Amazon Fire phone, and really there's nothing on there that would convince me to say this is a better product than anything else. Wait a minute, it's, it's called its the own Fire? version of Android. Yeah, Amazon Fire Phone. Mm-hmm. So they're having a fire sale. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah, so they're having a fire sale, basically. And they're still running the ads, but people aren't going to buy it even if it's $0.99. Cent. 
because what's going to happen is that when you have Apple release their phone and then they drop the price down of a 5S and then they basically give away the 5C for free, where do you think what product that people are going to buy? Yeah. Because it's a dead-end device. So it's like basically when they reduce the price, it's like, well, you know, don't buy it. We're so hard up on price that they'll go and buy it, thinking that they're getting a good device, but then when it's obsolete, oh, well. Yeah, so that's what's going on with the Amazon. Okay, that's, that was my only question. <laughs> cool. All right, well, thank you for calling. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So, Diane, that actually brings up a very interesting point, is that because of Apple's leadership, they've been able to affect the industry so much to where everybody is looking to see what they do so that they can try to emulate it and put their own spin on it and then for them to call it innovation. But the problem is is that Apple is so keen on creating the best user experience for all of their devices that it is going – it's hard for any other company to compete with it. Like all the time when people ask me, well, the difference between Android and iOS, the first thing is that, well, you know, I ask them how they use the phone. But then I say, okay, well, you take pictures. Let's see how quick you can get to the pictures. Being able to swipe directly from the, from the sleep-wake screen that you can swipe up and you get instant access to the camera is invaluable, particularly when most people are taking – pulling out their phones to capture that moment that they're seeing. They don't need to be fumbling with the phones to, again, you know, use the, the keypad and find the app and wait for that to open up. It's all about the user experience. So with what Apple is doing, even for tomorrow, whatever they come out with besides iPhone is going to be something really big. But, of course, they're going to spend their time talking about the new operating system, iOS 8. Because I'm a developer, I get my final copy of iOS 8 tomorrow, so I'm definitely looking forward to that and going to see whether or not if they cleared up some of the bugs that I directly reported to them. And, but there are so many features with iOS 8 that they're going to introduce and talk about. They're going to reiterate a lot of things that they talked about at the Worldwide Developers Conference in June but they're going to refine it for consumers. So there's a vast difference between the two. And I'm pretty sure there are going to be some couple things that they waited until the last minute that is going to disrupt developers also. So as developers, we're thinking that, okay, we got the final code and our apps are fine, we're running good on them. Then they come out with something else and it's like, what the heck? Just like how they did last year with the 5S, when it said the 5S is now a 64-bit and iOS 7 is a 64-bit operating system. That was a complete surprise. And the transition that Apple is making from 32-bit to 64-bit is absolutely amazing. 
but don't be surprised if something happens also on the Mac side. Just saying. They're going to talk about Yosemite also, the new operating system, because everything ties in together. And I've talked about some of the features of, of in a previous show on what you can do with the integration of iOS 8 in Yosemite. And it creates such an eco, strong ecosystem, it makes you wonder why did they wait so long in order for it to happen. But then again, when you think about technology, nothing comes overnight. It takes years to develop something that is not only evolutionary, but revolutionary. And a lot of people on the side of, of looking at technology from the outside or thinking they, that they have the inside step on things, they're absolutely clueless on the way on how hard it is to make something that is revolutionary or evolutionary and to make it easy for not for the, just the geeks of the world to be able to use, but for everyone to use. I tell you, I really cannot wait until tomorrow. I mean, look at the countdown. Like, even right now, like, you know, I go on there, I'm like 13 hours, 10 minutes, and 23 seconds. Like, that's crazy just even for them to have a countdown like that. So now you're wondering, like, how do I get a chance to watch the keynote? I urge everyone to go on Apple's website if you're on a computer that is running Safari. If you're on a Mac, use Safari. To go on there, go to apple.com, and you'll see the link. If you, have, you don't have an, a Mac, and you perhaps have an iPhone, or, or you have an iPad, go on Safari, go to apple.com, and you'll see the link right in front. Or if you're slick enough, like me, and a few other people that I know, and if you happen to be uh, at home at the time or somewhere that has an Apple TV, you can watch it on there at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time, and you'll be able to watch it on your TV live and in high definition. I urge everyone, even if you are not familiar with technology, it is something that you need to watch, you need to experience. This is what I consider the big game or the super, no, what I can't, I guess we're not supposed to say that the whole big game because the NFL like says, hey, you know, if you use his name, we'll charge you, whatever. I don't care. I do care. I'm not going to say it. But this is the big event or the Daytona 500 or the World Series of Technology. When Apple releases something, when they have a keynote, everybody pays attention. And now because there's hundreds of millions of people who have these devices, everyone should pay attention to it. Even you folks that have Android or even Windows Phone. I can't stand Microsoft right now for their deceiving ads comparing here to Cortana. Yes, Cortana can do those things, but Cortana doesn't sound like that, nor does Siri sound like that. They say it's a 5S, and they're lying about the, how Siri sounds, even on the 5S. It's pitiful. I don't understand why the marketing company or even Microsoft approved it. The thing is, if you're going to compete, tell the truth. And that's what these other companies just do not do. They don't tell the truth. It's like a political ad. People just kind of massage you a little bit, and that's really unfair. But in either case, when it comes to tomorrow's event, make sure that you tell people around you to be able to take note. 
If you're part of my Facebook group, I'll be talking about it on there. I may have a surprise for people on there tomorrow too. But if you go on Facebook, Technologist KS3, look me up on there, join my group. to keep you up to date on the things that you need to know. And also, you can follow me on, on Twitter, Cancer2076. Very easy to find. If you have questions, call me. I will have a show tomorrow after, after the keynote, which who knows how long it's actually going to last. I'll have another show tell you to dissect everything that's going to happen tomorrow so that way that you can remove yourself from the reality reality distortion field and get to the meaning of how Apple's announcement will truly affect the way that you do your day-to-day life. So look for, I look forward to, to speaking to you, everyone tomorrow. You can call into the show, ask as many questions as you want. Again, have a great night. And this is Technologies KS3 Radio Show. Have a good night. Please hang up and try again. You bring your phone everywhere. Work, school, the movies. Now you can bring it to an Xfinity store for an easy way to switch to Xfinity Mobile, a new kind of network designed to save you money. You can get up to five lines of talk and text included with Xfinity Internet at no extra cost, so all you pay for is data. It's never been easier to switch to Xfinity Mobile and keep the phone you love. Click here to see how. Sorry, I gotta take this. Restrictions apply. Limited to select mobile phones. Requires activation of a new line of Xfinity Mobile. Up to five devices per account. New Xfinity Internet customers limited to up to two lines pending activation of Internet service.